Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to enjoy the Lord, to enjoy the life that he's given us. Thank God that he still has a purpose for our lives. And I tell you, um, God has just been so good every day. If you count your blessings, man, count them one by one and you'll see that you're blessed in everything you do. And you know what? Whatever situation you're in right now, remember this. It can always be worse. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes we complain. And, you know, as Christians, sometimes we do complain. But the truth is, someone else would be happy to have our lives right now. Think about that for a minute. Absolutely. They would be ecstatic to have our lives right now. So, yes, maybe you're not where you need to be or where you want to be right now but guess what God knows exactly where you are and he does not make mistakes and the thing I've learned about him is that wherever you need to be he will get you there so brothers and sisters be encouraged today knowing that God still has a purpose for your lives and he knows how to get you where you need to be so God bless you today I want to talk to you about an exciting topic something that I think that's going to help you and even some of you guys is going to revolutionize your lives. You know, I want to talk to you about the power and the force of righteousness. You know, what does that mean? Righteousness, you know, because you hear people say that, Lord, I want to be righteous. Help me to be righteous. Help me to live a righteous life. And you hear all these things about righteousness. But I just want to talk to you a little bit about the power of righteousness. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for giving us what we need right now. Holy Spirit, that you would touch this, uh, touch these lips of clay and touch my mind. Father, that I can articulate the words that need to come out. Touch the hearers, touch their ears right now, that they can hear what they need to hear. And God, that we'll both uh, be blessed as a result of it. Now, Holy Spirit, have your way. Tap into my heart. Tap into my mind and to the things that you've already given me concerning righteousness. And we give you praise, honor, and glory, and ask you all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, the first thing you think of when you hear the word righteousness, most of us think of uh, maybe right living. Uh, they think of, uh, you know, good versus bad. If I do all the right things, then that must make me righteous. Or if I do good things, then that makes me righteous. Somehow, some way, you know, that makes me a good person. And, uh, and so uh, we think like that. But the truth is, brothers and sisters, righteousness really doesn't have a lot to do with, uh, with the do's and don'ts with keeping the rules, right? Jesus was talking to the Pharisees one day. And he told him, in fact, he told the people of God, as he was talking to the Pharisees and all the Jews that were gathered in that area, he said, accept your righteousness, exceed that of the Pharisees and Sadducees, that you will in no way see the kingdom of God. Now think about that, because those people were what we consider very pious, very uh, righteous. Uh, they were religious leaders of the day. They were known to do the right things. They were the lawyers. They they were the keepers of the law. I mean, they were the people when it came to religion, they were the folks that you look to. And so um, so when you think about that, 
And, and when Jesus says something like that, that makes you think a little bit, right? I was taken aback by that statement that except my righteousness exceed that of the Pharisees and Sadducees, that I will in no wise see the kingdom of God. And so when you think when you're thinking about that, brothers and sisters, it gives you pause. It makes you think, then, how can we be righteous? Then can we do enough to be righteous? Uh, do I if I go to church every day, does that make me righteous? Um, if I help the poor, if I love people, does that make me righteous? And the answer is an emphatic no. None of these things make you righteous. There's only one way to be righteous, right? Let's look at righteousness. When you talk about righteousness, righteousness in its simplest form means right standing with God. That's exactly what it means. So when you say right standing with God, how do I obtain that? What do I need to do to become uh, righteous or to have right standing with God? Because the truth is, if you think about it, every person that's born into this world is born apart from God. Every person that's born into this world is born in sin. You know, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin, my mother conceived me. So when I come into this world, I am away from God. Did you notice that you don't have to teach babies how to be bad? Like they, they know how to do that on their own. They'll grow up and do that on their own. What you have to do is train a child how to do the right thing, how to be good. That's why sometimes you have to spank them or punish them or give them timeouts or whatever you do so that you can teach them how to do the right thing. That still doesn't make them righteous. How do I become righteous? To be in right standing with God, to be where God accepts me. Um, how do I get that? What do I need to do? I'm glad you asked because people make this so difficult. It's the craziest thing. People go to church and they think that makes them righteous, right? Because you go to church every Sunday. I've heard my, especially my Baptist brothers and sisters, and I can talk like this because I grew up uh, as a Baptist boy uh, in a Baptist church. They talk about, when I ask them, uh, do you know the Lord or are you saved? Some people will say, I've been baptized. <laughs> but that, okay, you've been baptized. So somebody immerse you in water, submerge you in water, right? And, and you go down in water and you come back up. My grand, well, my, I guess my grandmother, I heard preachers say this too, that you go down in the water, a dry devil, but you come up a wet devil. That's exactly what happens <laughs> when you say uh, that you've been baptized, right, without, without getting saved. So really, when you talk about being right with God, that means that God is not holding anything against you. Like, that means that you're not, you're not um, in the mold of Adam. You do know because of Adam and Eve's sin, and primarily Adam's sin, that mankind was thrown into um, a life of sin, a life of degradation. It's because of Adam that mankind, uh, that the rift between man and God occurred. But here's the good thing, right? And John 3.16 talks about it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so God, Jesus came into this world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And so what Jesus did, Jesus came to repair the rift that occurred between man and God. Jesus came 
that we could receive righteousness or right standing with God. So to answer your questions, brothers and sisters, how do I become righteous? If I go to church, does that make me righteous? If I get baptized, does that make me righteous? If I get sprinkled with water, does that make me righteous? If they pour oil on me, does that make me righteous? Uh, if I say six Hail Marys and, and, and 10 Hail Marys and drop to my knees, does that make me righteous? If I pray in 15 different directions, does that make me righteous? If I abstain from meat, does that make me righteous? And the answer is no, none of these make you righteous. It has nothing to do with righteousness. It's mostly to do with religion or religious traditions and religious ceremonies and that kind of thing. There's only one way for you to be righteous. And that is you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's how you become righteous. Brothers and sisters, I tell you what, you're born righteous. You're born righteous when you get saved. <laughs> Let me clarify that. Not when you're born into this world, but when you're born again. Jesus said in order for you to see the kingdom of heaven, you must be born again. So in order for you to become righteous, you must be born again. So how do you do that? Well, the Bible says that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. Now, with the mouth, confession is made to salvation, but with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. So, if I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, what happens is the Holy Spirit does a process called regeneration, or he baptizes me into the body of Christ. All of a sudden, now, I'm changed. I'm not the same anymore. I'm not the same anymore. So, I'm different. I am not the same. And so I've been baptized in the body of Christ. And now I've been born again. And so what that means is that I no longer have the same spirit that I had. Now I've been born again. I got God's spirit. Uh-huh. See, I'm changed. The scripture says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So everything that I have now is new. And what it is, is my spirit is brand new. And guess what? He who knew no sin became sin that I could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He traded me. He gave me his righteousness and he took my sin and he took my sins on that cross and he took those sins and he destroyed those sins forever. He paid the price for my sin. He paid the price for my iniquity. He paid the price. The Bible says he was wounded for my transgressions and he was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him and with his stripes I am healed. It's because Jesus took my sin and gave me his, righteous, his righteousness that I can be now called the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So brothers and sisters, you ask me, how do you become righteous? You accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and that is what makes you righteous. You become righteous, and righteousness is a, um, righteousness 
is a state of being righteous. I mean, you're right with God. You're in right standing with God. That's what makes you righteous. To be in right standing with God. Lord, thank you for righteousness. For being in right standing with you. Thank you so much that I am in right standing with you. That I'm right because of you, Lord, not because of me. And so that's what makes me righteous is the fact that I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. That makes me righteous. Nothing else makes me righteous. So that's the good thing. So when you hear people talk about righteousness or being righteous, guys, it has nothing to do with your do's and don'ts and all these other things. But what it has to do with is accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior, making him the Lord and Savior of your life. That's the only way that you become righteous. So when God sees you, he sees you as holy. He sees you as unblameable. He sees you as unreprovable in his sight. God sees you as righteous. And that's what's important. God sees you as righteous. That means that you're in right standing with him. No longer is Adam's sin separating you from God because Jesus came and he bridged that gap. He stretched his arm. They stretched his arms wide. And that symbolized that Jesus was he was embracing the world. And what's beautiful about this, once again, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so that's what's important, is that I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and that's what makes me righteous. So the power the force of righteousness is because of Jesus. Now, the Bible says that we need to put on the breastplate of righteousness. And what that does, it helps protect us from the lies of the enemy because he's going to tell us we're not right with God, that we're not righteous. But we are righteous when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. I don't care, you know, how many mistakes you make and things like that. That, that doesn't mean you're not righteous. That just means you need to grow up in the Lord. That means you need to renew your mind. That means you need to put your flesh under subjection. It has nothing to do with your righteousness. Your righteousness is all spirit. Your spirit has been changed. It's different. It's not the same anymore. Okay, so that, you know, put that, put that lie to bed when the devil tries to tell you that you're not in right standing with God because you did something wrong or maybe you yelled at your wife or, you know, you, you did something you shouldn't have done, all these other things, whatever it is out there, you know, that right there, that is not, that doesn't determine righteousness. So anyway, brothers and sisters, I just wanted to talk to you just a little bit about that. And we may pick this subject up in depth another day. But listen, if you never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to take time out and pray with me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. And be the Lord and Savior of my life. I believe that you died for my sins. And I believe that God raised you from the dead. And you said if I confess you with my mouth. Lord. And believe in my heart. That Jesus was raised from the dead. That I'll be saved. You told me if I call on the name of the Lord. I'll be saved. I call on your name right now. 
Save me, Jesus. I receive you now and I repent of my sins. Thank you for saving me, Lord. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're now a child of God. What I want you to do is get you a good a good Bible, a good Bible app and get in a good Bible believing church so that you can grow up in the Lord because you have to learn how to not do you know things wrong or bad things because you've been brought out of sin. You've been translated out of a sinful life into now this holy life. And it has nothing to do with your flesh right now, right? What you're going to learn is that you got to renew your mind so that you can grow up in the Lord, right? Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child, you know, and I acted like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So you're going to grow up in him. And that's what's important. You're going to grow up in the Lord and then you're going to see that the righteousness you have in your spirit will begin to shine bright in your life. Mm -hmm. So anyway, this is Brother Leonard. God bless you, man. I'm excited. And I want you to have a great and a wonderful day. Be blessed.